0: Hello and Croeso to episode 74 of Alternative Wales, the podcast and what a week it's been since we last spoke. We've had late joy, late heartbreak, sack-ins, winning runs, goal fests, giant killings, and loads more. Uh, it's been a huge week for Welsh football. Uh, so to look back on all the drama, I've got someone who was recently described by Ellis James as the Erling Haaland of Welsh football journalism, Megan Ferringer. Megan. Welcome back. It's been a while. Thank you. How are you Thank doing?
1: Thank you. I'm I'm good, honestly. I'm, I'm I mean, you know, I'm lowering myself obviously being on this podcast because I am Erling Haaland, but what? you know, I always I always <laughs> always come always come back for my people.
0: I, I thought this was the Champions League of uh, podcasts, really. I feel like you know yeah. this is where you thrive. Um, yeah. and on that note, joining Wales's <laughs> most capable football journalist is a man who was also described by Ellis James as the James Milner of journalism. Uh, yeah. He does the basics well, the journalist journalist, but he's started to show his age. Tommy
2: Kouse, how are you? Yeah, yeah, all true. I think, um, I, personally, I, I was very very happy with James Milner when I when I started <laughs> to read that tweet from Ellis. I, I was half expecting something like the Titus Bramble <laughs> of the uh, journalist world does <laughs> too. Just like a, a hapless fool. Um, but uh, but yeah, I uh, sorry Titus, evening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'll take it. Anything from Ellis, any sort of praise from Ellis James is well received. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, great to have, uh, great to have Megan back on board. Um, I just want everyone uh, yeah. to know,
1: is being very facetious. I do not think I'm anywhere near Erling Holland's level, nor do I think I'm above this podcast. Like, I want that to be just like set in stone.
0: Well, you've said what you've said yeah. now, Megan. I could easily edit out your comments there saying that you don't mean it, and people will think you're really ungrateful. Um, yeah. Nah, can,
2: can I can I just say for the record as well, don't be fooled by this modesty. You should have heard her before the podcast started. She is so arrogant. <laughs> it's unbelievable. She didn't speak to us. She came on the call and she just said I had I Let's had my agent going.
1: speaking yeah. for me. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she just came in and goes, Noswai peasants. How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Let's
0: immediately lower the tone. We're having too much fun. Uh last mm-hmm. night, um, as much as I'd love to wax lyrical about Fishlock's goal last Thursday uh, for an hour. We've just got to talk about last night. Wales uh, conceded uh, a winner against Switzerland in the 121st minute of extra time and got knocked out of the World Cup playoffs. Um, Heartbreak, to add to the list of heartbreaks of Welsh football's past. Megan, it was a monumental effort from everyone involved. Uh, and it was felt really cruel, but what did you make of the game in general?
1: I thought we scored that goal, the first goal um, definitely against the run of play. I thought Switzerland came out ready to play, and our game plan seemed to be counter attack, which I to be honest, I was kind of expecting. But once we scored that goal for 15 minutes, it we were just injected with a big dose of confidence. And I, I thought that we were going to kind of go at him. I thought that we were on par with what they were capable of doing. We were playing really well with the ball at our feet, on the ground. We were passing out of their press and sort of their aggression. And then I'm not sure what happened. And maybe one of you spotted it. But out of nowhere, it felt like the confidence just got zapped out of them. And I don't know if the occasion got to him, but it's it's as if they sort of reverted back to kind of the like old vestiges of the pre-Gemma Granger era. And it was very much long ball. Let's just give him back possession and allow them to sort of dominate everything, dictate tempo, and just keep going at us. And when that occurs, you know, a goal is gonna be inevitable. And, you know, Wales did really well to keep it one-one all the way up to 121 minutes. But
0: yeah, I guess what do you reckon that is cuz I mean we've I've watched, you know, all the games in the campaign and Wales were free flowing and I think you said there was 30 goals in total Wales scored across I want to say 10 games in the campaign in 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 the main body of qualifying. Um created plenty of chances against Bosnia, you know, unfortunately didn't take any of the chances or the ones that were taken were were, off, were offside. Is is it a it has Gemma Granger's tactics changed since earlier in the group? Do you think it's the occasion? Was it sort of that overthinking that came into it? Um, or was it just Gemma Granger decided that we need to play for penalties and do everything we can do to just stay in the game?
1: It's weird because when Gemma was speaking the day before, she was saying that they wanted to go out there. They wanted to compete. This is the level they want to compete at. And I did believe her on that. You know, She came in back end or beginning of last season or last year and within like her she had one training session and then immediately like went to go play Canada. So I mean like she knew that this is the standard that she wanted these girls to play at. Mm.
0: No, I I think I agree. I learned a new rule last night. I'm not sure about you. I don't know if you were aware of it, but um bear with me on this. Uh, Corona Grouchevich of Barcelona and obviously Switzerland's national team uh, Her penalty hit the post. Came back to her. She finished the rebound, and was declared offside. Was that a new rule to you, or were you aware of it?
2: Uh, Offside. Is that what we're saying? Is is that how? It's it's the
1: the double hit.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, Yeah. I I understand it's a rule now. I just didn't know at the time. It shocked me.
2: Yeah, I I to be honest, yeah, I did, I did know. It was um I think I think Teddy Sheringham it happened to uh, quite a few years ago. Right. Um but yeah, yeah, I was aware of it. It seemed that a lot of players on the pitch weren't aware of it at the time. I didn't even didn't think it? The referee it took the referee a yeah, little bit of
0: time as well. It took
2: a while. Yeah. So um, the, the only question I was I was looking at was as the ball rebounded off the post, uh, did it actually touch the keeper's hands which yeah. which is what I was sort of looking at but but no, um, yeah, I did know that rule. And um, yeah, I mean, just some of those decisions on the VAR as well, which, you know, obviously, they were yeah. correct. I felt like it maybe it was going to be our night. but Well, but that no, was exactly
0: my question, Kaus, was, you know, we had that decision. There was then the offside ruled out a little bit later, and it sort of felt like the stars were aligning. And we just yeah. didn't quite go for it. I can't remember a chance, really. After the, the second
1: half of the extra time when like Jess kind of got on the ball mm. a little bit, but it's because Switzerland looks so leggy,
0: yeah. I don't know what you think, coach
2: yeah, yeah. No, it's it, I think like what Megan was saying just now, um, and you know, obviously, uh, you two have both watched, uh, watched the, the team quite a lot more than I have, in all fairness. But uh, but no I felt that they did sort of pump it long uh, at times. But that that can happen. You know, there's there's a lot of reasons behind teams becoming more and more leggy, isn't there, you know, and, and confidence is a factor as well. We gotta remember there we go up against the side who um, I think Switzerland it's fair to say were favourites going into the game, weren't yeah, they?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um
2: but um but yeah it, it, it was disappointing. It was disappointing. But at the end of the day, um, I'm sure we'll go on to you know to speak more about this, but um, you know uh, Wales have just fallen short. But I mean the legacy that they've they've built now is just something like absolutely incredible. It goes beyond um, you know success on the pitch, really. I think it, just in yeah. terms of uh, you know engagement and uh, and visibility of women's football as well. So uh, like I say, I know you're going to go on to that now, but mm. uh, yeah. yeah, disappointing on the night, but going forward, I think there's a bright future.
0: No, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. And uh, we will talk about it in a second. Um, Megan, I think obviously the uh, extra time in midweek. Yeah. Plus, you know, I think obviously Jess Fishlock had played in the States four days before that that, um, first game against Bosnia. And obviously the season is just about getting going now over here. The uh, Super League and stuff like that. It's slowly getting going. I think that probably played a part, didn't it? In especially in that extra time performance, uh, you know, some of the clearances you could tell were just tired old legs that would just yeah. get get rid of it. And they could, you know, some, some of them were barely even connecting with the ball. Um, because yeah. You could just tell they were on their ass. And it was a monumental effort because, you know, Rachel Rowe, I think it was Rachel Rowe clearing off the line really late on. And, and yeah, I just, the more it went on, the more I thought, we're going to get to penalties then. And then obviously it's, it's up to, uh, it's up to, the lottery of the penalties isn't it
1: yeah and i weirdly i would have backed wales in that position like you said all the line all the stars seemed to be aligning so it felt like it was just going to do it And instead football's cruelty came at its gut-wrenching worst so yeah i, I mean it, yeah it's it's a it's a horrible time but like tommy had said the legacy is huge um the momentum that it's gained but also now sort of like the the demand for women's football is so clear and so Mm. evident. So there has to be the steps taken now. Like Laura, Laura McAllister said it fantastically. Like she doesn't want to just see people become complacent again and forget about it. And then, you know, pick it back up when the women's team starts being successful. For that success to be sustained, there has to be sort of top down and bottom up um, infrastructure put in place and and steps taken. And yeah, that's that's up to the FAW. But that's also up to us as fans, you know, go into the games as a as just a fan and going to support the domestic leagues uh making sure that clubs have like places to go and you know supporting those young girls who want to be a part of the game like all of that comes into this so it's a it's exciting it's exciting times Mm.
0: yeah like it is it is hard to look at the bigger picture after such heartbreak and especially i think the team you know will will be struggling with that um you know over the next few days but you are right what this campaign is done for women's football in Wales. Is it's changed it as an and you, you've written a lovely piece that you can uh, uh, read on our website now, Megan. Um, so if you are listening, you haven't read it yet. Pause this right now. Go and read. The, go and read it. It's a lovely little read, and then come back and we'll carry on. Um, so yeah, Megan, what do you think the legacy of this campaign really is, and how do we measure that going forward?
1: I think it's about proving to a lot of people that this team has always been in a position in which they should have been cared about and they should have been getting this kind of ovation and backing and support. I mean, Michelle Adams said it in 1992 when they first got a squad. I asked her, like, oh, what was the reception? And I even thought maybe it would have been a poor reception. Maybe people might, like, you know, kind of boo them or something. It was nothing. Like, no one gave a flying fladoodle about this team. No one knew that they existed. And, like, apathy is sometimes the worst way mm-hmm. for, for teams to kind of go through and try to g- gain any sort of momentum. So for this team, like, Tash Harding a couple, like, years ago or a couple months ago, actually, because it wasn't even that long ago when this got, when Sky started showing the WSL stuff, she said that she wouldn't say thank you or she wouldn't be, like, overly grateful because it's actually long overdue that this kind of, like this kind of visibility was being given to them. So I think that's where Wales is at now. And like, this is fantastic, but it is long overdue. This team has been well-deserving of this for a very, very long time. And it's very cool to see so many people kind of come to terms with that and see, and like back that and support it.
0: Yeah, and like you said, now going into the next campaign, the FAW have to do more... In terms of you know to continue this and not get complacent and keep playing games at the Cardiff City Stadium or you know maybe take a few uh, to Wrexham, which I think one of the one of the most
1: interesting things is that that squad that started last night um, and the one that started against Bosnia and the the subs that came on, not a single one of them came from a club up north. Every single one of them has hmm. come from a club in the South or in the West. Nothing from the North. And to me, that is a glaring issue. It has been a long issue for, for, I think, the national team in terms of making sure that they get players from the North. But for the women's team, for there not to be a single player in that starting 11 or in that immediate substitute bench, that is not okay. yes
2: yeah. Rihanna, Rihanna Roberts not from the North, no?
1: Nope. Oh, I thought she was. Mm-mm. No, she didn't. She, that's not where her club was
2: from. She
0: plays for Liverpool, doesn't she? So uh, yeah. So she's oh, she's from, from she's Chester, from. but uh, oh, we she... don't we don't talk about Chester.
2: Oh Christ, um, that's 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 worse than being from the south. That is right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we won't mention
0: that. Then she uh, she obviously has Welsh um, Welsh family, but yeah, cows. I think obviously that is yeah. that is a an issue that that I've only noticed recently. I think it, it took Megan to point it out to me. Um, you know how yeah how the men's team is a bit more spread out. There's a lot more representation from the North of Wales. And yes, there is a smaller population in the North of Wales. Um, But what can North Wales football do to make sure that, you know, going forward and in future, these squads are more of a represent, you know, more representative of the country as a whole?
2: Well, weirdly in terms of club football, we've actually, we've actually gone backwards a little bit in the North, uh, in the women's game, because, um, I think it was about five, four or five years ago we we had um, I think three or four teams in the, in the top flight uh, from the north uh, Wrexham were one of them, Wrexham were very strong as well. and um, and I think um, I think because of traveling issues and stuff like that and you know a lot of the games on a Sunday, various various factors meant that um, I think all the teams withdrew uh, from the national league. Uh, whereas now there's only TNS, which obviously they're from England, aren't they? They're from um, they're from Osler Street, I think, playing top flight now. Um, so we, we, but it's on its way back. I mean, the, the Wrexham team is very, very strong. But um, the, the next step now, especially just talking about Wrexham, I did know it as well. I've got to mention them; they've got a fantastic team. Um, you know, so. Hopefully those two can can sort of get that. Fun. Well, I mean, there won't be an issue with funding with Wrexham. To be fair, Rob and Ryan have spoke about the women's team, and, and they really want to fund it and really want to get behind it. So, so I think there's going to be good times ahead in the north. Um, but it takes more than just Wrexham, and yeah. um, you know, I'd like to see funding made available for the for the likes of Fan Didno as well, and and just mm-hmm. to bring these players through. Um, there's players I know. Um, obviously, I'm from Denby Denby Town. Um, you know, they they've. They, they're they still going, they've had some absolute hidings, I'm sure they won't mind me saying, but they're still going and they're still developing to the point where now, you know, I think last year they were getting beaten sometimes 15-0 well, they're not anymore, they're developing they've got the mm. same players, they've added a couple they're getting better and and that's what you want to see Um, but it's not just all about results on the field it's about just getting people enjoying football, playing football and I think Noel Mooney said that himself, he just wants to see participation um, and I think if if there's if there's a massive increase in participation, I think regardless of results, I think that'll be seen as a success. So, fingers crossed that can continue. And um, and you know, I think the more participation eventually results, yeah, come you know, come hand in hand with that, don't they? So I was going to say that's what I'm
0: hoping to see. You know, the more football is played, the more people who play yeah. football, the standards will inevitably be raised. So I guess it is like you said, Megan. It's top down and bottom up. There's mm-hmm. got to be like. Yeah changes at both ends and then eventually everything will improve um so yeah i think it's an it's an important thing to and and hopefully now this team has inspired um you know they've inspired fans to come out to the to the games you know maybe we won't be getting fifteen thousand every game but you know we we i think you said we started the campaign in front of just over a thousand was it megan
1: 1700 and even that was huge like i remember going to that game at parky scarlet's and like that's not at all what it was like in the previous campaign. And Sophie Ingold had said it last night. She said that, you know, they have a bigger away following now than they did at their home matches just yeah. last campaign. So it's, it's huge. So even like saying, oh, they've grown from 1,700 to over 15,000, that's really actually not even like totally accurate of how big they have really grown just this past year and a half. So yeah, it's, it's incredible. I feel like we've been talking about this for far too long. I'm so sorry that no, I just, it like, fine. buried us all into this women's <laughs> this, football stuff. This is the this
0: is the time for this podcast that I think it's important to talk about. And I think you mentioned the away following. I think over fifty odd were at Switzerland yesterday, which is incredible considering the turnaround of the game. I looked into flights yeah. and it just just wasn't realistic
1: for mm-hmm. me. So, and a year ago, there's only yeah. five of us in Lindava Slovenia. So, you know. Yeah. Improvement.
0: Yeah exactly you know that it's improved tenfold there and also want to give a big shout out to penny and everyone involved with uh while and Ewad. um mm-hmm. she does a fantastic job in trying to engage a culture and an individual unique culture i also think we can't just do what we do for the men's team um because they are different entities and i think it's inclusive um and you know they put on um uh, a fan zone mini fan zone in 11s last night uh which was lovely to see really well attended and you know if you are gonna follow the women's game as, as you should do in wales um if you're a fan of football in wales you should be doing that um you know keep an eye on uh the, their twitter account and uh get involved because that's that's you know what we can do as fans to improve the game is to improve crowds and improve atmospheres and um like you know, then fingers crossed it improves more on the pitch. Not that it needs to improve too much, um, but you know, obviously to get him across the line next time. Uh, mm. So yeah,
2: I I was just gonna say I, I was just gonna say very very quickly. I think um, you know uh, not to bring a negative uh, too much into it, but. You know, I, I think, you know, you see some comments, well, I see some comments, far, far too many still, far too many people on Twitter and social media are watching, uh, you know, women's football and saying, uh, you know, they they wouldn't be such and such if they played against a men's team, blah, blah, blah. Well, to be honest, what, what I, I don't understand why people make these comments. I, you know, for example, if I go and watch um, a Cymru premier game, um, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go and watch a game like that and say, Oh, this isn't like the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? It's it's it's, <laughs> it's a game of football. It is what it is, mm. and you know it's improving all the time, and it's improving at a much faster rate than the men's game is. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, so yeah, I just yeah, just just support these girls, and um, and you know let's let's try and get people involved rather than just you know talking down. We're terrible. I think we're all guilty of talking things down from time to time, but um, but yeah, let's talk it up and let's let's you know let's look at the positives. And even though I've just brought a negative in, <laughs> but you know, let's talk about the positives and and yeah, let's hope that next time the girls will qualify. And you know, just what a massive uh, achievement, a massive uh, shot in the arm that will be for Welsh football.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. We'll be off to wherever they host uh, Euro twenty twenty five. I think it's between. I want to say, I think there's a Scandinavia bid. I had a look last night and maybe France as well. I'm not sure. Anyway, they haven't decided it yet. We'll let you know when they do. So, yeah. Also, before we do move on, we, I did mention Jess Fishtrock's girl, uh, girl, goal <laughs> earlier in the week against Bosnia. Kaus, have you got that in your locker? I don't think you do.
2: Well, you know, I'm not one for talking myself up too much, right? But yeah, I might have scored one or two like that. No, no, no never. Um, no, never. No goals like that in the San unfortunately. But uh, no, it was it was unbelievable. Um, you know, that that was a goal fit to win any game of football. So uh, yeah, she's she's an absolute legend, isn't she?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she is superb. 35 years old, 240 minutes of football in the last week, plus, you know. Playing out in the states four days before and winning and winning the in the, the Shield,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: it's just superb. So, uh, what a woman! And fingers crossed, she's got enough in her to go again until twenty twenty five. And before we do move on, Megan, that is the little bit of a worry. Now there is a few of them that are yeah. coming to the end. I don't think we'll yeah. see Helen Ward again. Um, do you think Fishlock has got another? another um campaign in it i think i
1: i think she i think she's got another campaign i Mm. think a world cup is is pushing it yeah but i do think that she and sophie have another campaign sophie intimated that last night like she sort of said that they're going to be ready for it in november so i i think they will i'm i'm positive also because i think mentioning that Jess fishlock won't be in the squad like kind of borders on blasphemy yeah so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with yes
0: good Well, let's hope that the next one, uh, they go a step further and we can look back on this and see the positives rather than the heartbreak of last night. Uh, Anyway, plenty of other news to talk about. Uh, We won't be able to spend too much time on it all because otherwise we'll be here all night. Um, But in club football news, James Robry was sacked by Newport in the week house it's a shame um but i guess the fear of dropping into the national league is just a bit too much and it's sort of felt inevitable after such a poor start of the season by newports you know their, their standards have grown over yeah. there in the last few seasons
2: yeah and, and that's that's natural for a club you know to have uh have the success that newport have had they've been you know knocking at the door of league one for quite a while now so it's it's understandable but um you know, I speak to Rob Phillips about this the other day, and he, he he sort of suggested that it was probably the home form that did did for him. I think um, I think you can get away with playing poorly and losing when you're away from home, but but fans see more fans see you in your home games, don't they? So so I think that's that's maybe what did for him. Uh, but for me, outside looking in, it looked like a harsh decision. Hmm. I I personally never felt they were they were going to be in any danger of uh of dropping uh into non-league but but i w- weirdly enough i think now maybe they are in a bit of danger i think that this uh this appointment's massive for them mm. i think it's only um you know he was sacked i think uh eight days after they uh they they were the league leaders yeah. late in orient um so it, it seems a harsh one to me but but you know this, this is football this is the way it's gone and um you know, it's it's a shame to see any manager get sacked.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They they went and beat Leighton Orient, such a great result, and then lost to Rochdale, who were the crisis team at the bottom of the league. So, yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't sit too well with me because it's like, how do we, you know, how does football get new managers? Because, you know, it's similar to Steve Morrison, yeah. you give him the chance, you back him in his first job, and then one yeah. bad spell and he's gone. So, and it's the same with James Robry. It's, it's like what what does he do now? You know, yeah. he had such a nice chance, and also loved how he was taking players out of the Cymru Premier and giving them Football League contracts. So hope yeah. that's you know that that's a Newport thing rather than just what Robrius was doing. But um, yeah, you know, I,
2: that... I'd like to I'd like to see him get bounce back straight into management. Yeah. I'd, I'd like. I personally like to see him. You're speaking about the Cumbria Premier there. I'd like to see him take a job in the Cumbria Premier, yeah. Um, yeah, so. and you know, because because like I say, it's a great place. You know, I, I mean, it's worth more than this, but it'd be a great place to reset, just build build that credit back up in the bank. Because, like you say, it, it's such a harsh environment in the in the EFL. You know, three or four bad results, and you've you've lost your job. So. You can talk about philosophy and things like that, but realistically, you know, it's all well and good having a philosophy. Steve Morrison, as you mentioned there, he had a philosophy, but he wasn't given the time to build that philosophy. So, you know, at the end of the day, unfortunately, it'd be great to see people, um, you know, get see out their contract um, and and be able to actually carry out the the rebuilding work that they need to do. But no one, no one is getting this time. Uh, so, you know, like I say, I think I think the Cymru Premier is a great place to go to to really prove, um, you know, to cut your teeth and prove how good a manager you are. I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Megan, a word on Swansea while you're here. Well,
1: I was going to say, you know, we're talking four about four wins on who the are given time and yeah. stuff, and yeah, yeah, Russell managers want to Russell. Russell, Russell manager. manager. <laughs> <laughs> That, that just makes my life a little easier knowing him as that. Yeah, Russell Martin has uh, definitely been given the time that maybe uh, maybe the others haven't.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I, 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 th- I think I think that's a great um, a great example as well. By the way, of just how fickle football is. We're, we're about three weeks, uh, you know, three weeks after a lot of fans were a bit. Oh, you know, this this isn't going too well. of a sudden. I mean they they
1: were full on like muscle out. Yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And and then suddenly now sitting in the playoffs, I think three points off off the top of the league. Yeah,
1: three points. Is that right? three points?
2: You know, so we're talking now about a side possibly even going for the title. So it's just ridiculous. You can't you can't judge these managers on these, Mm. you know, little three week periods. I I I personally I, I I don't think i don't think it'll ever happen it'll never happen but i've heard it suggested and i actually i'm actually you know all for the idea of a of a managerial window yeah (laughs) you know because i think i think clubs would benefit from it i genuinely do i think clubs get so like obsessed and and the panic you know about fan opinion and stuff like that well to be honest in the grand scheme of things i include myself in this the fans you know the fans don't always know best do they no of course Mm-mm. not. Um, so what, what do you think
0: has clicked over the last few weeks, Megan? You know, because it, it was not looking great. And, you know, the championship is wide open. And like how said, all of a sudden, you, you, you could be talking promotion after talking relegation a few weeks ago.
1: I know. It's, it's wild. It is so epitomizing of Swansea, this kind of up and down roller coaster. But I, I think it's because we gave them time. And I think as well some of the younger players have kind of come in and pushed the older players or the more established players. And there is a little bit of a competition for spots, which means people are going to naturally have to up their standards. But I think as well, like the way Russell Martin was talking about his philosophy, the way these players need to play, it was going to take a betting in period. It was going to take time. And I think now a lot of those sort of basic passes that kind of movement in and around the box trying to make more creative decisions and being brave I think those things are starting to click and that's why Swansea are doing well Um, and Opa Femi kind of has gotten himself out of whatever kind of mental funk he was in Mm. with all the Burnley stuff which of course like high stakes drama they're going to play Burnley this weekend like always love a little bit of like added spice to a game so that should be super fun because I'm sure people are still super tender over that.
0: Yeah, that'll be an interesting one, a bit of a marker for Swansea as to where they're at playing a team like Burnley, who are you know going to be there or thereabouts at the end of the season. Um, yeah. And also a big shout to Ollie Cooper, who, who can't be far off the Wales squad. Um, Cardiff City basically making sure Swansea have got this youngster as he's Kevin Cooper's son, who played uh, for Cardiff City for a few years. And I think that's why Ollie Cooper is eligible for Wales uh through because he was schooled in Wales because his dad played for Cardiff, but he's now, you know, changing Swansea's season around. He's been superb by the sounds of it, Megan.
1: Oh, he's he's been wonderful. He's one of those players that I think has just really injected a bit of like energy and, and kind of vim into the squad. Like he comes on and he just gives a hundred and ten percent. And I know, like you know, quality is kind of what you want in a team, and that's what you want in a player, ultimately. But if a player is giving a hundred and ten percent, naturally, that is going to be infectious with the rest of the squad. And in a lot of those matches, that's what we needed was someone just to give energy and just to give a little bit of passion. And that is what Ollie has done. And to get his first goal for the club was more than deserved. And I'm I'm really excited for what the season has for him.
0: Yeah, absolutely, it's going to be uh, intriguing to see where he goes because he was brilliant for Newport last season as well um Cardiff are on a good run under Mark Hudson two wins on the bounce um which will no doubt be destroyed in the South Wales derby <coughs> next weekend so not getting ahead of myself there with Cardiff and finally on the uh club scene in England Cows Wrexham if you've got a season ticket the race course you get your money's worth what a game Cows
2: yeah, well, thankfully I don't pay to get in, so I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible. I, uh, you know, it, it feels like it's an absolute crazy game at the racecourse every game at the moment. Like mm. last year, we had the Dover game. Um, you know, this year we've got this one. We had the Grimsby game end of last year. Like these, these high-scoring games have become the norm almost. So it, it's crazy, but um, yeah, it was it was. It was too ridiculous to the point where it, like you know, it, it wasn't actually that not that many people enjoyed it. I mean, I'm sure you yeah. did, but uh, but yeah, it, it was there was some dodgy defending, and um, you know, it was weird after the game just chatting to Parkinson and uh, you know the players. They, they were actually a little bit downbeat. I mean, they ju- they just won the game, but some of the defending was really really bad. So uh, they'll have to improve on that. But um, but no, it was incredible, and uh, yeah, it just keeps the run going. I mean, talking about um, before how quickly things can change in football. You had Chesterfield who were unbeaten, mm-hmm. uh, you know, prior to uh, well, I think nine, nine days ago, as we uh, as we record this now, nine days ago they were unbeaten. Suddenly they've lost three games in a week and they're fall, fallen well away. So you know, this this is football. It changes quickly and. Uh, and Wrexham are doing well. They're ticking over nicely. And, uh, and yeah, fingers crossed we can just get to the top and stay there.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, obviously, after last week, we spoke about the North County game. and It didn't quite go to plan, did it? So, uh, plenty no. of twists and turns, I'm sure, um, as as there always is with Wrexham. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll obviously cover that as and when they happen. And finally, before we do move on, uh, the second round of the Welsh Cup took place on the weekend. Uh, the big headline is fourth tier pill knocking out Cymru Premier side Cardiff Met. Kous, that is a phenomenal yeah. result and one uh, of the one of the all time great giant killings probably in the Welsh Cup.
2: Absolutely, absolutely amazing result. I, I couldn't quite believe that when I saw it come through. Um, yeah, there were there weren't anywhere near enough shocks as I'd, as I'd have liked to have seen. Um, really. Uh, I think uh, Haken United getting through against Taswell was yeah. it? was was another one, wasn't it? Not on yeah. the same level as the one you mentioned, obviously. But uh, but yeah, um, you know, it, it would have been nice to see a couple more shocks, perhaps. But uh, but no, you know, like I say, uh, I, I don't I don't quite agree with the FAW's seed in the draw at no. this stage. But uh, but yeah, I mean, if we'd have had five or six shocks, we'd be we'd all be sitting here praising them, wouldn't we? So it's, yeah. it's one of them.
0: And I guess, you know, we, we got um, an incredible crowd at Aber Valley, Barry, you know, almost a thousand yes. people there. So that yeah. wouldn't have happened. Maybe if, you know, if you look at the draw for the third round, not many standout fixtures. Obviously, a lot of Cymru Premier sides playing each other. But, you know, yeah. that is what a cup competition is at the end of the day. Everyone's got to play everyone at some point.
2: Um, I mean, like Pell, it's a hell of a name of a place. Is, <laughs> is, is, is there a Welsh translation or is it supposed to be called Pell? I don't know. (laughs) It's a good question, actually. If anyone does Uh, know,
0: please. It's where Tony Poulis is from. So I think that's a lot. Oh, right.
1: There's
0: a lot of alliteration there. Yeah. Pill. Pill. Poulis in pill. Yes. Uh, (laughs) And also a big shout out to Canton Liberal, who took uh, Tanetti to pens Chirk, who almost knocked out TNS, which would have been beautiful. They took them to pens And Pencoid took Aberystwyth to pens And unfortunately, none of them were successful. Um, obviously, yeah, third round, Colwyn Bake, Connors Key again. Uh, yeah. That'll be interesting. Um, um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how the Welsh Cup pans out. But yeah, Pill are the standout. Well done to them, and they drew Pontardawe away. So who knows? They could they could go one further. Uh, anyway, um, we caught up with Adrian Phillips earlier, me and Kaus, Um, So we talked to him about his latest escapades, and you can hear that next. agent phillips are you there
3: i'm here i'm here yes i'm here
0: right um it's been an interesting few weeks in the world of agent phillips um we're all on tenterhooks as to what has happened in the last week uh phillips uh what
3: can you tell us well you will need to get out more then uh <laughs> so um a massive news this <laughs> week um i've got so, the club was draining me financially. didn't I have much money anyway, just some fake banknotes, but they were all used up. Um, but I've had a massive cash injection from uh, Plasti Poker. It's a uh, it's a subsidy of mansion poker, but it's based in, I don't know, man. <laughs> so, they've given me loads of money. Uh, so, I spent it last week, more or less all of it, on two strikers. So, we won 8 nil on the weekend.
2: Oh, Fantastic, yeah, start. 8-0
3: well, against Partizan Bumaris, which is a good win. <laughs> uh, but I don't think they were up to much. I don't think the six-hour bus drive helped them. But yeah, Alan Florida signed up. He got four goals. And oh, nice to see nice year from Alan yeah.
0: after it's been a while.
3: Yeah. yeah, he turned up in his flipping uh, in his Hawaiian shirt because <laughs> oh. he burned dick when he was warming up. Yeah, so he scored four. And then Michael Nigeria scored the other four. <laughs> Michael Nigeria! Yeah. Got him on loan from Lyon or somewhere. Yeah. The, the restaurant, I mean. He couldn't, He didn't have to work the shift. <laughs> the <other weekend>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Where, where's he from? Things are going well. Uh, Michael Nigeria. Yeah, where's he from? Tom Pentre. knows that oh. down there. <laughs> <laughs> Tom <Pentre. laughs> Good bloke. Yeah. Yeah yeah uh, mate uh, of Dowlins is he? Yeah you still owed me money for that kit sponsorship as well.
0: Well I mean let's talk the kit then. I guess you've brought it up. What a shirt first of all. But Dowland's left you high
3: and dry at the moment. Well I don't think he knew he was sponsoring it to be honest. I just you know <laughs> just told him he was sponsoring it and he just ignored all calls and texts, no. Uh, yeah, I, he said once that the the signal in Tom Pender was ropey, but I don't believe that. So yeah, uh, the kit is good. So it's officially envelope brown, yeah, a bit of black and pink on it. Um,
0: why why the pink? Just wanted a bit of flair of colour, did you?
3: I don't know the uh, the creative genius is at turf? Turf creative is it? Is that made it? I don't I know. know. You tell me i've no information up to hand i'm currently trying to conduct a training session as we're doing this um <laughs> not goal over there you clone. clown um so yeah they um yeah, they designed a kit for me but there's an away kit to be designed so not to be designed it's been designed but it's going to be released soon great um looking forward to seeing but- that yeah, oh, although if we're on the topic of that, oh, i probably covered this last week, his kit offerings were abysmal. Looks <laughs> like some have been sick on a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, 8-0 win. Uh, we opened a new stand.
0: Oh, yeah? Have you got a name for the stand? I mean, you haven't even got a name for uh, a club yet, So I, <laughs> let alone a stand. I'm not holding my I'm breath. Not, I'm
3: not good at naming things, to be honest with you. Uh, but... It's called the Howard Bag Memorial Stand after the bloke who built it.
0: Is he? Is he everything all right with Howard Bag? Is he all right?
3: Yeah, he's just. Stood, I haven't seen him. It just reminds me of him, so I just uh, <laughs> call it the Howard Bagg Memorial Stand.
2: <laughs> have a memorial because you haven't seen him for a while.
3: Yeah, and it just every time you look at him, you see like shoddy workmanship, and it reminds me of him.
0: So it was but, a a big a big result then on Saturday to open the new stand
3: yeah 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 we should call it a stand is a bit of an over over exaggeration but yeah it it was a good win we're currently third in the and district league for some reason
0: hell of a district
2: yeah yeah,
3: yeah it is I only found out it was an island the other day
2: how 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 are you third after only winning your first game this weekend um
3: some famous s c celebrity died So two weeks of games are off <laughs> <laughs> had to call them off At the memorial So two weeks of memorial and stuff yeah. yeah so things are going well i got loads of cash From a, uh, from a potentially illegal betting site uh, So uh, Probably make some showers For the ref um, What else Oh yeah those boys are out of intensive care
0: Oh yeah I forgot about them lads how are they all yeah.
3: doing? Yeah, they're all right now, but Ken, Cow, and them are not really seeing eye-to-eye. Eye. Oh, dear. Why? Yeah, So well, because he gave them those ridiculous sleeping tablets or something, or whatever <laughs> he gave them. Yeah, but they're out of intensive care, so morale in, in the camp is quite high. Hey. Red Allen's been a co- appointed first-team coach.
0: Worrying, but inevitable.
3: Uh, only for the opposition. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I well, did have a new goalkeeper, but can't, can't remember his name.
0: After Cleguid de Gru got deported.
3: Yeah, he didn't get deported. He just left, like he didn't like it much. <laughs> Maybe I just told him a lot of lies to be honest in the game over. But uh, um, yeah, uh, Jimmy Virgin. No, he, he's he's been here from the start, man.
0: Who got uh, the goals? Yeah,
3: so, Who got the goals the other night? I fucking told you this. Listen, man.
0: You no? You told me you scored
3: eight. Oh Florida, oh, Florida was Florida back. Florida and course, Michael, yeah. Nigeria, isn't it? Of course, yeah, yeah. Four each? One yeah, four each, that makes eight. Good stuff. Um <laughs> So, uh, I can't remember who we've got next week, but it's an away game.
0: So, back up oh, uh, it, the A470. I think,
3: yeah, it, it didn't really help, right? So, what happened was, Partizan Bumas were delayed They're getting to the ground. Everyone knows that the ground is really, really close to the A470. Mm. So we've gone out early to warm up because, like Alan Wimmer's filming that we haven't won a game yet and all that. So he's drilling the boys, and then Alan Grundig's had a shot and clipped the bar, and it's gone over and caused the eighteen car pile up on the A470. <laughs> that was hurt, like. And then, Good. So <laughs> the problem, the problem was okay. They're stuck in the bus. We have to wait for them. But Alan's shinned the only real football that we own onto the Evo empty. That's bursts under some HTV uh, uh, or something. So someone had to look around. Then I think Clowell and Fish had the ball. You know, the ones you have on holiday. Them like kick you kick in. It goes round corners, and the yeah, wind yeah, picks yeah. it up.
0: Of course. Yes, yeah. So, yeah.
3: So we had to play with one of them. Um. <laughs> Do you the rest was human. The ref was filming, he said we couldn't play with it, but I just wrote Mike on it and he was fine with it. <laughs> yeah, so we had to play with one of them, and then, yeah, the wind is with us again for both halves, funnily enough.
0: So, uh, more, I don't know, I, I speechless, just superb shithousery, and I wouldn't have expected anything less.
3: Well, to be honest, it's quite boring when we win that easy. It's like more fun and entertaining for people to hear me fail. But, you know, it, you know, I'm sure that everyone will be furious that I've got some success. But, you know, stuff everywhere. We're going into the Welsh Prem, well, a company prem, whatever it's called.
0: The uh, the dream is well and truly alive.
3: Well, especially with this illegal bookmaking money. Yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> any any new players on the horizon with the bookmaking money or are we going to have to wait till January?
3: Well, this bookmaker has also put the odds on Alan. Were to be stacked before next weekend at two to one, so I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> but, uh, and they've put, uh, they, the short short list of managers is, is idiotic.
0: I dread to think. But we could have Evan in. Williams at oh, four to one. Great! What a, what a what a manager!
3: But apparently, he never leaves NSV, only to go to Moldova, or Albania. <laughs> um, so you can't get him out there. Uh, Tommy Kaus is ten to one, but. <laughs> and it, you know he'll only do away games up in Anglesey, <laughs> and then Ken Moncow is sixty six to one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love that. You, you could have Ken Moncow and Ken Cow in the same set. Yeah,
3: you could. Yeah, but I don't think sixty six to one. You know, I might. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to put a tenner on that, even though I own the club. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, um, all yeah going that's well, it, really. Then. What, what all we... going well, all going well. 8-0 win. Uh,
0: the lads are out of intensive care. New kit. Still no name, but we'll cross new, that bridge. New stand. New stand. Yeah.
3: yeah. I'll draw a picture of the stand. or oh, I'll send the picture, actually. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 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 please draw us a picture. Do that for
3: us. Okay, no problem. I'll See do it as we believing. speak. Seeing is believing. Okay. Right, good. Phillips, yeah. pleasure uh, as always. very little to say.
0: Keep, keep up the
3: good work. Yeah, okay. I'm going like, to herd these cats now and get them to kick a ball into a goal.
0: I, I think this is going to be the making of you, Phillips.
3: <laughs> what is being a coach. I do like hasn't turned up. He reckons he's in. I don't know where he is. Right, I've got to go.
0: All right, then. Kous, do the honours.
2: ball's go, popped. Phillips.
3: Right. Come on, boys. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> <The> ball's popped. <laughs>
0: Uh, Wrongen of the week time. Let's start with last week's results. In third place, Rodri's pick uh, of Morning People, nine point three percent of the vote. Um, in second place, Kaus's pick of Salt and Shake Crisps, ten point. <laughs> I forgot that I picked that. <laughs> My uh break glass for emergency wrong, and I've been saving him up for weeks. And we may have got the highest votes ever on a one poll, two hundred and sixteen votes. And that's what sort of um what sort of what that this is what this man commands, just these, these this outrage. Eighty point six percent of the vote, David Cottrell, um thoroughly deserved winner of wrong of the week. Probably <laughs> By the end of the year could be in the mix for wrong of the year as well wrong of the year. Yeah. so um so yeah and on that note because i did win um i will go first uh i am chairman march after all <laughs> um not going for a big big hitter this week but uh, just a little small annoying niggle that i've had for a few years and has been um quite pert- pertinent this week uh booking fees on tickets is my uh, pick Ooh, um, because there's always a booking fee and I don't know why they don't just put it in the ticket it's like um, you know the FAW were advertising eight pound a ticket for the Wales women's game but you could only buy them for a tenner because of the fees um, I bought a ticket for a gig yesterday and had a five pound fifty booking fee on I thought oh 35 quid, that's not too bad. And all of a sudden I'm paying, you know, almost 41 pounds for something that has been advertised at 35. That's a
1: pint of Cali Pale Ale from the Beverly.
0: Exactly. 15. Exactly. That's, yeah. how, that's how
1: I measure everything. It's just <laughs> how many pints of Cali Pale Ale is that?
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's disgusting really. And it's just one of those things that I don't understand why they don't just build it into the price. Um, you know, because if, if the FAW had said, tickets to the women's game is 10 pounds, I would have been happy to pay ten pound, but yeah. because because you pay eight pound and then have to pay the transaction fee or whatever it is, so like, what's the point? Just make it a tenner anyway. Small annoying pain in the ass. Uh, keep it as simple this week. No big big call outs booking fees. So uh, so yeah, cows. You came second. Obviously, um, Megan is replacing Rodri this week, so she has to go last out of, because Rodri yeah. let her down. With his pick last week. So
1: I appreciate it, Roger. I'm I'm I'm, I'm still um, I'm buying you time, Megan. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still panic thinking.
2: Yeah. Uh what are you going for? Yeah, I haven't got anything yet. Um (laughs) yeah. Uh
1: I've actually got one.
2: Okay, well we can let Megan. Yeah, go on, go for it, Megan. We've
0: we've only been doing this for seventy four weeks. I'd like to
2: think you know in advance. I've done so well with all the other stuff as well. (laughs) You're on time and everything this week. The the thing that we do every week was the was the one that brought me down. Yeah, unbelievable.
0: All right, Megan, you go ahead while Kous thinks
1: i'm i'm gonna opt out i'm not for the inevitability of winter i'm currently nice. in my kitchen with a blanket around me like i've i've genuinely i don't know how i'm gonna survive this winter and i'm just not okay with it because like summer was here like two weeks ago and already it is gloomy and rainy outside and yeah so the inevitability of winter is my choice
0: that's a really poetic way of saying it as well i feel like that's it you know you are sort of filling Rodri's shoes tonight and doing a fine job, <laughs> I must say. Yeah, um, I feel like if I had a... to
1: go with, like, a nebulous yeah, concept. Yeah, I feel like
0: it's a very Rodri pick, um, the the inevitability of winter. Um, Kaus, yeah. was it Rodri or was it you who picked uh, the concept of time once? Uh, I, think I think it, it
1: was me, Roger actually. Change?
0: I think it might have been i don't know whoever did it but yeah roger oh, did something about
1: old. like like yeah. the inevitability of death or something <laughs> like that like something about like there it was yeah. very grim and i was like is this <laughs> i think it was like one yeah. of my first podcasts i ever did with y'all and so i was a little bit kind of stunned because i was like is this the theme is this sort of the tone of this podcast <laughs> like i was i was really thrown
0: oh dear. yeah yeah well um well yeah you've <sighs> been you, we, we've 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 sort of chipped away at you Megan over the last couple of years and now you're sort of in the the doom and gloom of of what being a Welsh person is really essentially so yeah the inevitability winter I gotta say it is good I do like winter coming I I like the cold but I I understand uh, as someone you know Megan you are essentially from um, the hot place on earth um, that is the south of of the states so uh, I imagine winter over here for you is a bit of a shock every year no matter how long you
1: stay I could be here till I'm ninety-eight. I'm still going to complain.
0: <laughs> Good
1: stuff, yeah. right,
2: Cows? Have we bought you enough time? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm going for the uh, the
2: futility of life. I haven't got. Any... Do you know what I'm going to go for? I, I'm going to go for. Um... <sighs> this is sh- <laughs> this is shit. This
0: is really. You shit. did you did pick a pack of crisps last week, cows? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to
2: stay. I I I. I... I haven't had a few. I haven't had any wins for a while. I need to up my game, but no, I'm gonna go for. Um, I'm just gonna go for like creases in clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me I hate. I hate ironing, mate. I hate ironing. I really hate it. Like, um, I don't
0: so, like, and I don't feel like I have too many creases. I just hang clothes up, and eventually the creases drop off.
2: Yeah, but I, the thing is, I've I've done that before now, and then. Um, you know, someone's gone. Oh, fucking hell! Your iron not working? Or you know what I mean, something like that. So it's like, uh, yeah. You get so I slagged got off for not
1: ironing your clothes. Oh
2: yeah, big time. Yeah, people. Yeah,
1: honestly, that should be it, your right? wrong. In is people who slag other people off for not ironing their clothes. Yeah, but yep. yeah, but I I slag other people if I see it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I can't, it's a full, I can't full vote circle, for myself.
2: Yeah. yeah, so you know, it's, uh, honestly though, lads are horrible. You know, like g- girls generally. Well, I don't know. Girls, girls sometimes will like support each other and then slag each other off. But lads are just like they—they just make each other feel fucking horrible. Uh, so yeah, that's essentially I didn't like know that. Uh, this
1: is the way that lads like just broke each other down. I'm—I'm genuinely—I'm uh, so intrigued. I'm gonna go and Google all of this when I get off this <laughs> podcast.
2: No, honestly, like if, if any—if if I meet my lads on a Saturday for the football, and um, one of us is like got. Something different about us, They're, they'll point it out straight away, like just and just absolutely hammer you for it. So yeah, it's it's, it's like to be honest, I'm going to go for life. I just hate life. I just thought <laughs> like, it's fucking horrible. It's <laughs> yeah. hard. Uh, but no, no, j- joking aside, uh, Crease is on the on, yes. <laughs> on that
0: point. Uh, friend of the pod, the pilot uh, Reese Davis is known as Gunk because yeah. once he came to school and had gunk in his eye, and. Um, uh uh-huh. yeah. The bloke is—I—I I want to say it in his thirties, I think. Yeah. I hope I'm not doing him a disservice. Uh, maybe I'm yeah. giving him a compliment. Um,
2: but he's- like this theres all sorts like that. There was there was a lad who um, grew up on the estate by me, uh, and he, they called him uh, Gary Leg Warmers because one day <laughs> he wore like leg warmers, and that—that that was his name. He's like. This is like thirty years ago. (laughs) He one day wore like these leg warmer things. So he's Gary leg, Gary legs, or Gary leg warmers.
0: Little did he know how it would change his life.
2: Oh, it's unbelievable! Like, and you 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 do one thing when you're like seven years old, and that's that's it. That's the end of your life. (laughs)
0: Superb, superb. Right, a hell of a choice this week. You know, after, after having a big hitter like David Cotter last week, there was always going to be a bit of a come down. But we've got booking <laughs> fees, the inevitability of winter, and uh, having creases in your clothes. Vintage <laughs> wronging of the week. Yeah. Um, poll will be out on Friday. Uh, poll burns. Remind me if I forget. Uh, and, yeah, voting um, is important. Uh, you know, people died for it, so vote. Um, <laughs> On to your questions. Let's finish up on your questions as always. Unfortunately, we haven't got too much time for all of them. So if we don't get around to your question, my apologies. Or uh, in Lady Pixie's case, I think we might've already asked. uh, We've already done that one. So um, go and find it on an old pod. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> paul burns uh favorite sports film he suggests uh, field of dreams followed by coach carter megan what is your favorite for- sports film i feel like americans do sports films better than most
1: yeah i'm i'm gonna go with probably one that is completely over everyone's head and go with air bud so it was about this labrador retriever that right. could play sport. Oh, God. And it was the greatest thing of my entire childhood. I recommend everyone go and Google it. I mean, in terms of acting and quality, it's like a 1 out of 10. But for a 6-year-old kid, this was everything. I spent hours trying to teach my dog how to score a basket and would get very upset when he didn't have the same skill set as this movie dog. So, yeah, wow. that's my favorite. That's my favorite sporting
0: Film. so i've just googled airbud first question on the suggested question is airbud a true story um
1: we like we like to believe in these kinds of things in america so
0: no apparently it is based on a real life dog named buddy who had risen to fame thanks to his ability to shoot baskets sure. well fantastic well well yeah so check it out it, this it looks like there's a series of them actually um, yeah
1: airbud does like volleyball and then he does football like the airbud airbud was transcendent
0: the film received a 21 percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and a uh, 4.3 uh, rating on IMDb so make of that what you will but um yeah looks incredible fair play thanks for bringing that to my attention um, you're welcome I wonder if that's on Netflix um cows favorite sports film
2: I've got five. Oh, wow. Um, so you've actually yeah. prepared for this. Well, no, it, it's it's come to my head very, very quickly, Ryan. Yeah. You'll see why now. Okay. Um, Rocky 1. Okay. <laughs> Rocky 2. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky 3. Yeah. Uh, Rocky 4. Okay. And have, have a guess what the fifth one is. Um, cool
1: running. The Mighty Ducks. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's Mike Bassett, England manager. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, Rocky Five was terrible, but um, but no, like uh, Mike Bassett, England manager. Even though I hate England football team, um, was a fantastic film. I just think it's yeah. hilarious. Uh, Megan, I don't know if you've heard of it or seen it. It's it's very very funny. I think you really enjoy it. Nineties, so, uh, isn't so, yeah. it? Yeah. No I think it's it 2000s, 2000s it? I think I remember going when I remember going to the cinema when I was quite young to watch yeah. it so um yeah it's really funny and, Yeah. Um,
0: I think Megan yeah. you'd probably yeah. love it now I think you you you've you you've in, you've been in the world of football for long enough to I think see how funny it is so
1: yeah I, i've watched i watched one recently with he was like a former wales international and he's really funny and he goes to prison and he has to like help put together a football team uh, oh yeah mean, uh, mean
2: machine Mean machine that one jones uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: no that was that one's definitely a close second to Airbud.
0: i've not seen yeah. Mean machine but i've seen the longest yard which is the american version of it with adam sandler
1: yeah, i'm um, so sorry oh, like the, that the version and of and mean machine yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Longest Yard is the American football version of Mean Machine.
1: Ah, right. Okay. It just yeah, goes yeah. to show yeah. that when we're creative and original, we come up with things like Airbud. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going for. There's only one Jimmy Grimble. What a film! Oh, good, good film. What yeah, a film. film. Uh, yeah. young lad who plays football. I think he's a Man City fan. I want to say I haven't seen him for a few years. Yeah, uh, yeah find, he was finds, Man City. Yeah. Uh Finds a magic pair of boots that make him amazing at football. And then I think maybe the boots get stolen Um, and then he turns out he is actually really good at football something like that but yeah super isn't that just
1: like like Mike a little boy finds like the old (gasps) again though did we steal that from you I think
0: Jimmy Grimble is definitely before like Mike I oh think. my
1: God! We are so unoriginal. We're just a bunch yeah. of plagiarism people. I mean, we're plagiarizing <laughs> country. I'm, I mean, I'm you're, having you're like, a, I'm having an identity based, crisis. The whole
0: country is based on British people going over there and going, uh, you know, our country isn't evil enough, so we're just going to go over and create a new one with other evil <laughs> Europeans, and <laughs> basically created the America, United States of America. Yeah. So, um,
1: oh, I'm having an identity yeah, crisis. Right. Jimmy Grimble yeah. is
0: is the year two thousand, and I'm sure like Mike was a bit later.
1: Yeah, because uh, it was very much my childhood. Wow,
0: two thousand and okay. two, two thousand and two.
1: Yeah, so um, we didn't even like give it time. We just we just ripped it yeah, right fresh off there. the.
0: Well, well, well. Hey. There's no suggestion on the Wikipedia that it is based on the same story, same concept, at least, but not the same story. I'll um, take that. Anyway. Everyone
1: ripped off Shakespeare, so.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, don't know why Shakespeare Shakespeare's shit. Um there's my hot take. Uh, Sam Southall said, simple one, who's your favourite female footballer, Welsh or otherwise? Megan, is any of the current Wales squad trumped?
1: Um No, Mia Ham's my favourite, okay. without a doubt. That is like easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Mia ham all the way. Okay. And Brandy cause she was the one who took her shirt off first.
0: Yeah, that is that is pretty iconic, I guess, isn't it? Especially for a young girl growing up in the States. Uh cows. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, it's hard to look past Jess Fishlock, isn't it?
2: Well, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, to be honest, I'm probably going to go for Jess, I think. But um, I did have a favourite until you told me, that she uh, she was born in Chester. Uh, right. Rihanna Roberts uh, <laughs> Rihanna Rihanna Roberts uh, followed me back on Twitter today, so that oh, there confirmed we her as my uh, yeah as my favourite. And then yeah. you, you go and tell me she was born in Chester. So Sorry, I, I don't know what to believe now. I, I mean, I feel like my whole life is a lie at this point.
0: Never meet your heroes, as they say. Uh, yeah, big absolutely. shout out to Rachel Rowe as well. I always love watching her play. Uh, Matthew Davis has asked or said. Love that we sing in Cambrai, but could we get could we get started any chance in Cambrai for Cup and a He's struggling to think uh, with his limited uh, Welsh. Uh, Kaus, I think it's something Redwall should do better. Obviously, we do sing like Caeon and Emrauheid and stuff, but we could do yeah. Welsh language chants. So I think that's a challenge for listeners
2: yeah no um yeah definitely I, i'd love that i'd love that to like original chance you mean now yeah, yeah, not just yeah, yeah. singing yeah no I, I think that'd be that'd be brilliant but um yeah it's it's one of those things that it, it's that's never really happened even mm. you know i think of like um clubs from really well-speaking areas can, can have in town and stuff you know they, they'll sing you know your cal on land and stuff like that but they, they they're majority of chance would be English language. So, yeah, that's something we could all probably do a little bit better, I think. Get a few chants going in uh, in Cambrai, yeah. Funn- yeah. Funnily more, more enough,
0: um, yesterday I was reading the... Um, there's a really good piece that... I um, can't remember the guy's name. Uh, did in Mundial a few years ago uh, where he went uh, to a few games with the Covi Army. And there's a great yeah. quote in it where he, he asks them why they don't chant in Welsh. And he's like... We'll be chatting in English so people can hear us and know what they're saying and basically, you know, it's easier <laughs> to tell them to fuck off in English so they know you're being told to fuck off, essentially. Yeah. Um, so I like that. You're
1: screaming your shit uh, doesn't necessarily... Like, no one knows yeah. that's what you're screaming. It doesn't exactly have the same ring to it.
0: <laughs> you know, you've got to let it cut deep. So um, so there we go. Uh, Right, the Llan- sure. to its major official account. Do enjoy that we have a, you know, a Cymru South Southside asking us questions on this nonsense yeah. podcast. Uh, He says... Paulo got that dog in him, Marenghi, as one goal of the month. And by the way, what a goal. Totally deserved. It
1: was a goal. And that that yeah. was a goal.
0: Superb goal. Um, he says, which members of the Alt-Wales gang do you think have that dog in them? Spelled D-A-W-G. <laughs> um, yeah. Kous, do you have the dog in you? What, 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 what does it mean, right? What does this mean? It means whatever you want it to mean, mate.
2: Oh Christ, we well, don't leave it open ended like that. We're gonna, gonna be in trouble. I guess it's um, a fight
0: to the dog,
2: I guess. <laughs> I, I mean immediately Rodri comes to mind. <laughs> just, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. Oh, I he's just he, he just a, a
0: tired dog in him, you know, They just want. Yeah,
2: yeah. Very like uh, yeah, an, an old like an old Alsatian or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: He's done all and, he's uh, had all his fun and he just wants to sort of chill out.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, just chill out by the fire and just you yeah, yeah. know, just lick, lick, lick his wounds. <laughs> Literally, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> just picturing Rodri now with one of them like lampshade things on the dogs have.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. You can <laughs> oh, write, you can imagine coming coming out the doctors with one of. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah Rod. Yeah, just imagine. Megan, that. do you have <laughs> do you
1: the? Um, the dog!
2: I think, <laughs> is that, I think that's how it's pronounced. The dog!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Ryan's. What? What?
2: Ryan's. I've got the dog in me now!
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? First time I've ever barked on the podcast. <laughs> first time for everything. <sighs> uh, so, Megan, do you have the dog in you?
1: I'm. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've got you or or Paolo's level of dog in me. I'll be honest. I don't. I'm. I don't have enough of it to bark on a podcast. so I okay. think That immediately disqualifies me.
0: There we are. My cat has just come up to me and is looking at me like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going on?" Uh, right.
2: Um... I, I, by, by the way, not not only have you not barked on the podcast, I don't think you've had a meltdown on the podcast before now either. <laughs> no, uh, like, this is, this is all honest.
0: new. Um, yeah. and it leads me nicely on. Andrew Down has asked, "Has any of us done anything to are you in danger of being cancelled make make your mind up on what just happened um but yeah probably (laughs) uh and boosh boosh's question here we go here he is (laughs) i don't know i'm gonna be able to do this this is an all-time great okay i'm the sex furor baby i'm a love dictator you're a disco reptile a funky alligator rocked zodiac mind warp on their 1988 hit prime mover lots of teens have been buying a drink prime made by influencers if you could be an influencer what would you make people buy or do uh megan what would you make people buy or do if you were an influencer
1: Oh, I so there was the there's part of me that was like oh I would do something really good like something like I'd make everyone plant a tree for the rainforest or something like that yeah, yeah. but then there was the other part of me that remembered when everyone was doing the cinnamon challenge and I just thought that was like the funniest thing in the whole world like a ton of people all around the world just like choking on cinnamon so I'm, I'm somewhere in between that
0: so yeah so you want something you know that that will be funny for everyone you want to yeah, get them I yeah I just yeah, yeah. yeah
1: I want to spread universal laughs but okay whether or not that like gives if that's like at the pain of other people I'm kind of on the fence about that. okay I mean you do you Meg
0: that's that's fine with me um Kaus what about you I dread to think what this answer is going to be
2: yeah I, I further to our previous discussions I think I'd probably just get everyone to come around and do my ironing for me to be honest <laughs> yeah but um yeah, no, I, I, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd probably very it. Oh, by the way, just got to say as well, Boosh, probably the best question we've ever had from you. And I mean, there's, there's que- a long list of fantastic
0: questions. I, I mean, question-wise, it's just a Boosh question. No, I mean, yeah, the, question, the, question, not the question. The lyrics. Yeah. I mean, it's new oh. to me. Um, the sex führer, yeah. interesting. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the word? Image I have yeah. of what a sex führer is, but uh, less said about that, yeah. uh, the better at the moment. Cause if you're an influencer i mean you are an influencer am what i would, i think you're a welsh football influencer you influence
2: i, te- I, I tell you something genuinely and, and on that topic as well i'd get i'd get everyone in wales to support a welsh team yeah 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 and, and i mean i mean not just like your swansea cardiff newport Wrexham, merthyr i mean your your local welsh team i think it'd be absolutely amazing and i know probably if i had this power there's probably far, far worthier causes in the world than that. But uh, no, that's something I'd love to see.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's nice. Um, I'd get everyone to send me a pound in an envelope. you know. And if <laughs> I did have millions of followers, I'd be a very rich man. So, yeah. uh, I mean, you could still do that. Uh, if you do want to send me a pound in an envelope, please drop me a DM and I can give you my address. What,
2: or ju- or just, uh, I, I can see where you're going with this, right? Just send me £3 and we'll send you an alt-wales fancy.
0: Well that brings me on nicely actually Kaus. Um Issue 8 is on pre-order uh, It's a fantastic front cover by Ryan Howard um, And yeah you can essentially send me £3 and I'll send you a fanzine in return I think that's a fair deal So yeah. Um, so yeah And finally then on the question front The Axeman The podfather has a, a bit of trivia for us uh, oh. It seems the days Of naming your baby Alan, Brian, Bush house agent or Rodri, are long gone but what is the most popular baby names boys and girls in wales at the moment megan how up to date on welsh baby names are you it's not necessarily welsh names it's names people are using in wales
1: um i just wanted to say that i don't have friends who have babies um so i don't i don't think i'm like kind of poised to answer this question very well i genuinely don't know a single person with a baby at the moment
0: do you want to take a punt at one of it's six names three three boys three girls
1: <laughs> i'm gonna go with, i'm gonna go with gareth i feel like gareth is just an easy one to go with
0: <laughs> no gareth unfortunately i think the name gary i read the other day could be could die out by the year 2050 Gary's no gary's are um endangered it's, it's
2: like yeah, it's like the name Ian. There was last year. There was no one born called Ian. Well, Ian, whereas, Ian like,
0: Mitchellmore flying the flag for all the Ians out there. Oh yeah, of
2: course, Ian <laughs> Mitchellmore. Yeah, but like, like, to, I've got loads of mates who are called Ian. So, like, my my era, there was loads of Ians. Yeah, but, yeah. It's it's um, apparently last year there wasn't one baby born in the UK called Ian. Sorry to pick on the, a good man there, Megan. But, uh, but, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Kaus, do you want to have a have a have a guess? I I got two because they're always in the top three. One boy, one girl. For some reason, I don't know why they're still there.
2: Well, I've, I've got to I've got to confess. Uh, right, that we we ran a story on it, North Wales Live. So uh, I, sort of, I sort of do have a bit of an idea. I thought uh, you were going, going to say.
0: To... I thought you were going to say. I got to confess. I've just had a baby. Then I thought that you were going to <laughs> no, drop no, a big old no, bombshell on the podcast.
2: Yeah. No. No. Uh, no pregnancies from me uh recently <laughs> but uh but no um I I, I think it was uh I, I think it was v- quite similar in most areas I think there was only two areas where there was a bit of difference off the top of my head I think Murtha weirdly enough but um and uh, I think Gwyneth as well I think in Gwyneth oh what what was the names I forget now but um yeah, there was there was Welsh names that were most popular in Gwynedd. Oh, wasn't that's I? good.
0: I I haven't got um, the geographical breakdown. I've got in yeah. Wales the top three yeah. boys were Noah, Oliver, Noah. and Arthur, and the top three girls yeah. were Olivia, Amelia, and Isla. So make of that what you will. Take with take yeah. with you that information and I, uh,
2: no Noah is quite a. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's I. I don't know anyone who's called that. Noah to be. All I spare. know
0: is uh, my good friend Carnarvon midfielder Noah Edwards.
2: Yeah, and, um, of course. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> the only good, Noah I know. Your good friend. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. and and Noah of the Ark as well. But I'm sure. he's, yeah. he's not alive anymore. Um. No. Anyway, if he
2: ever if he ever was, it's oh, no, <laughs> another yeah. podcast.
0: Hello, David <laughs> Cottrell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> as I said earlier, please pre-order issue eight. And any back uh, back issues as well, uh, like I said, that's the best way to support the podcast financially. Uh, Megan, thank you for coming on as always. Do you have any closing statements before um, before we, we, we finish?
1: Um, I'd say, kind of to reiterate, reiterate uh, Tommy's point, like go out and see a Welsh club, but mm. also go out and support a women's club. There's a yes. lot of women's yes. clubs around. So make sure you go and do that because... Yeah, it's it's huge and it's important and it's super fun. And also like they're good games. So yeah. get yourself out there.
0: And also they play on Sundays as well, so they don't actually clash with if you watch Cardiff or Wrexham or Swansea or Newport or any other yeah. Cymru Premier, Cymru Leagues team. You can watch both as two games on a weekend, you know? So mm-hmm. um get it get out there and, and do it. Uh Kaus, any closing statements from yourself?
2: Uh yeah, just um keep on tracking. Rodri's not here, so I don't yeah. say that. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, also, I'm just thinking about uh, you've got me thinking about arcs now. Like, <laughs> what? You never, you don't like any ever hear of any arcs
0: anymore. No, no one has an arc anymore.
2: No, no arcs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. That's, thanks so much. Nice uh, to leave yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, get get yourself to a Welsh football game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, and you know, if 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 you've got an arc, uh, you can get in touch uh, <laughs> through the uh, the usual channels. <laughs>
0: Yeah, If you've got an arc, if you've got a, a Welsh language chant, please get in touch. Yeah. Please buy a fanzine. Uh, I apologise for barking on the podcast for the first <laughs> time. Um, and hopefully the last yeah. time as well. Um, and to, to close the, us the, out...
2: The, the, the title yeah, the title of this week's podcast is uh, Barks and Arks. That's what we're calling <laughs> it this week. Very
0: nice. Good stuff. Uh, to close us out this week, I'm picking a track. It's uh, the new project by uh, John Mouse. It's called The Fashion Week uh week spelt W E A K. It's a great song uh called Welsh Words featuring um Welsh music legend Griff Rees. Um it's as weird as you'd expect from John Mouse um and I do enjoy the weirdness. So yeah, that'll play us out. Uh Kaus, Megan, thank you for coming on. Everyone who's listening, thank you again. And we'll um we'll reconvene next week for more um for more chats and fun. Bye. The
3: dog fell asleep on me. I fell asleep on the settee
0: in a static in Denby When John Didion came to me and explained that to
3: write better songs I needed more Welsh Welsh Welsh, words.